Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about a topic that's on every landlord's mind. Which tenants will pay their rent on April 1st? Part of anticipating the answer to that question is understanding who is still at work and who's been laid off. There's no question that this economic downturn will not affect everyone equally. If there's a physical component to your work, chances are good that you're going to be impacted. This means almost anyone in the consumer retail world, unless you've been deemed an essential service. Higher income earners generally are able to continue to work from home isolation. The majority of information workers, such as software developers, architects, engineers, all that work can be done from home. Well, a new report issued today by the folks at apartmentlist.com attempts to model and quantify the demographics. In this new quarantine economy, working from home is the most impactful thing workers can do to ensure job stability. But while remote work is becoming more popular, access is not universal. A much larger share of high-income earners have this luxury, and many low-wage employees don't. The quarantine economy creates four categories of workers, each facing varying levels of economic risk. The greatest risk is felt by those whose jobs are considered non-essential by local shelter-in-place laws and can't be fulfilled at home. This includes a lot of service sector employees, retail workers, early educators. They tend to be lower-income face higher housing costs, and have lower access to health insurance if they get sick. Regionally, high-risk workers comprise a larger share of the workforce in cities rooted in tourism, thinking specifically of places like Las Vegas, Orlando, places with a high concentration of knowledge economy, like Silicon Valley, are going to fare a lot better. This includes communities like Austin, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee. Federal and state governments are rushing to pass legislation that's going to protect public health while reinvigorating the economy, but in the meantime, job and housing insecurity will disproportionately affect millions of Americans and Canadians in lower social economic strata. Work from home has definitely risen in popularity, and I've been working from home for several years, but it's mostly office workers that can take advantage of these technologies. In my case, I can work from pretty much anywhere with a good internet connection. Some of the economy's most common industries, like retail, food service, construction, requires employees to show up in person because of the nature of the work. Every dentist that I know has been forced to close their practice, and the dentist who owns my wife's building has closed her practice and laid off all their staff, including receptionists, dental hygienists, and dental assistants. Secure jobs are the least threatened. They're not only essential to the economy, but also flexible in their working arrangements. These workers are likely to retain their usual income while practicing social distancing and working from home. These are folks like financial analysts, accountants, and those who operate community infrastructure. Lower-risk jobs provide shelter from the coronavirus, but they carry some economic uncertainty. These workers can transition to a remote environment, but their paychecks might be in jeopardy if the demand for their skills drops in an economic downturn. These are folks like software developers, architects, travel agents. Exposed jobs are those that are deemed essential, but they've got to be done in person. These are frontline workers in many cases. And many of these folks are going to be exposed to health risks. These workers cannot shelter in place because working requires the very nature of their job, requires them to leave the home and engage in some level of personal contact. The list of essential services varies from state to state and from province to province. Where I live, the list of essential services is about 70 items long. High-risk jobs are the most economically at risk in the quarantine economy. These workers are deemed non-essential by federal guidelines, and they don't have the option to work from home. These are folks like restaurant waitstaff, hairstylists, and tour guides, certainly flight attendants and hotel staff. 
the past two weeks have seen a huge surge in claims for unemployment benefits all over. Now, some communities are granting the option to defer property taxes. I've seen deferral options ranging from one month up to six months. You definitely want to check with your local community and find out what's possible. Conserving cash at moments like this is of paramount importance, and if the city's giving you the option of hanging on to cash for a little longer, you should definitely take advantage. While the federally backed loans make up a large percentage of the housing market, they are not the majority in the world of multifamily. The federal government, both in Canada and the U.S., are offering some amount of debt relief where the loan is insured by the federal government. Even if the loan is being serviced by a major institution, sometimes it's backed by a bond that's been sold in the bond market, and in that case, there often is not a provision for a loan payment holiday. How those loans will be handled remains to be seen. April 1st, it will be a watershed moment for many landlords as they come to terms with which tenants will pay and which ones won't. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.